Rockford Sportsnet 960 in Calgary. It's the Real Kipper and Born Show. And as always, this hour of Real Kipper and Born brought to you by Bet365. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee for the next hour. Going to welcome in Mike Rupp in a few minutes. NHL Network analyst, former NHLer, of course, Stanley Cup champion. We'll highlight uh, the Metro Division, including other key stories. And we've got a ton of them out there, including Mark Markstrom in Calgary, out weeks with a broken finger, happened in practice. Mm. Nothing sucks worse than getting hurt in practice. Oh, yeah. You just don't, shouldn't practice hard. That's the secret. Hey, does Rupp have insight on Shohei Otani? Or? <laughs> we are still on the uh, Shohei watch so, by Sammy McKee. This is getting like crazy stupid now so okay can i just break down that yes do it from the very start of this process with shohei a very big thing with him was that there was no leaks in the process he didn't want anybody to leak any information which has been really good really good good. until last night kenny rosenthal you're killing us buddy you're saying that he was at the complex i'm like just save it anyway you gotta be realistic i know i know have to be realistic i know it's not like there's nobody in florida (laughs) that can possibly identify them airports i know grocery stores i'm just saying i would i would have preferred that report not to come out right but anyways today dave roberts was doing his, like, I guess, State of the Union, who was the manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers, one of the other key players for Shohei Otani. And he said that they had a great meeting with Shohei Otani. And he think it, thinks it went really well, which, you know... It, Those aren't state secrets. They're supposed to be. And then they <laughs> asked the Dodgers general manager mere moments ago what he thought of this so-called meeting, and he declined to comment, saying, I'm not going to talk about a free agent like that. Which he shouldn't, because he yeah. is directly involved the in the negotiations. Dave Roberts should not be mentioning this. No, so, he should So what I'm saying is... He, he doesn't know what's going what on. What I'm saying is, Dave Roberts, first reported by me, cost his team a chance <laughs> to show him. <laughs> okay, JB, ask him yeah. the question that you uh, asked him no, during oh, break. Okay. I got this texted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shout out my boy. Shout out my boy Jamie Kelly, good yeah. friend of mine. He texted me during our show, tisk tisk. If uh, I would rather have Shohei Otani as a J or Connor McDavid as a Leaf, and I declined to answer because I actually don't know the answer. I think it's McDavid, but Otani's a different animal. There's no other baseball player that I would say the baseball player, but Otani maybe. Sorry, as you were talking, I read the tweet that Dodgers GM Gomez uh, says uh, there aren't they aren't going to acknowledge or, or sorry they aren't going to comment on Otani. Acknowledged Dave made a comment, asked if that hurt their pursuit. I have no idea. How, how, how can Ooh. you be so close on that answer when you can answer this in a split second? What? What would you rather have? A World Series championship or a Stanley Cup yeah, championship right. in McDavid. Toronto? It's McDavid. David in Toronto. Or Canada or for that matter. For the no, it's McDavid. Otani for the Blue Jays is a national international. No, international. It's worldwide. But Vancouver cares. Calgary well, cares. you know, all those illustrious Stanley Cups that Connor McDavid has carried the Oilers to, how could I fight with those? <laughs> And that sparkling record they have so far this season. How could I quibble with that? This guy. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. By great. chance anything goes down, yeah. we're going to be kicked out of this studio yeah, in mere seconds. Send us home Is that, if that happened? I just feel it's, it's really hard to believe. Is it not that Shohei Otani, Babe Ruth, prime era here, 
would come There's, to Toronto? The only the thing that I question now more than ever in my 57 years of wisdom yeah. being on this planet is that, like, there's a lot of manipulation going on constantly in this world. Have you noticed the I last have, few years? Yes, I and have. Manipulation, come media on. Media can get played. A lot of people can get played. I'm getting Show played it. like a fiddle Show here. Listen, you have- to, to justify $600 million, you need players at the poker table. You need to show that you have options. Mm-hmm. And that keeps it, it if, keeps the fire burning. If the Jays, I the mean. The Jays are one of the biggest markets in the world, right? As and, far as revenue is concerned. And don't kid yourself, they're like, it's not like they're just they're, some crappy team looking to sign them. They have stars here. They've been yeah. relevant for a long time. Playoffs three of the last four years. Anyways. Like, it's not like, uh. Los Angeles Angels can sell him inter, uh, um, uh, around the United States like the Jays could sell Showy here in Canada. Oh, yeah, he's, like it's yeah, he's immediately it's I love a different I think it was our game. boy the Zoobs who said that he was, uh, the Raptors championship yeah. parade that yeah. day. So he's seen the city celebrate before. He had a th- had a three run home run off of uh, Edwin Jackson. But the the idea game. now is. Jays fans have opened their hearts and let themselves believe, so the pain mm-hmm. is going to be felt yeah. if it doesn't happen. We are at the point where it's not like a pipe dream. It's going to hurt if it doesn't happen. Okay, we're going to be joined by Mike Rupp, uh, hopefully momentarily. Uh, one of the questions I'm going to ask him is, and we touched on this with Adam Oates in the first hour, is, JV, what the heck is going on with the Pittsburgh Penguins? Because you tell me they're way better than this. I do. And I we are talking about one of the worst power plays in the National Hockey League with mm-hmm. top 100 players of all time. So I didn't want to step on Adam Oates. If you haven't listened to the Oates interview, uh, worth it, I think. Go back and listen to that from the first hour. But I didn't want to step on him talking about the Penguins' power play. But I've watched the Penguins quite a bit recently and watched their power play. And it is like playing basketball with a chucker who you pass the ball around and then you know that one guy gets it and he just heaves it. That's Malkin. He shoots it from everywhere. He shoots mm-hmm. it from distance with no traffic. He shoots it with guys in his lane. He thinks he's prime Ovechkin. To me, it's just like the puck is dying on his stick. I would like to see Crosby get more touches. They tend to have him like he's down by the net and he might tip one home. He's Tavares, right? If the puck goes down there. I don't know. I did, Oates didn't mention that, but that, that's what it looks like to me. Uh, you guys had mentioned Carlson taking over for Latang, and these guys trying to find that chemistry with a new quarterback of sorts but yeah it's baffling to have that much talent and struggle as the, much as they have their power play kind of to use another cross sports reference here reminds me of watching the la clippers or these this year it's like they have all oh, these guys well no it's like all these guys that want the ball at all times yeah. there's only one ball there's only one puck it's just like carlson wants to hammer it mm-hmm. malkin wants to hammer it sid wants to work off the half boards it's just like all these different types of things that aren't necessarily meshing together yeah i don't know is did, there did enough you, puck? Did you catch the overtime goal by Sean Couturier? Because uh, it was, it was, it was off of an yes. offensive face-off with Crosby, uh, Sidney Crosby, and uh, Gensel, and they both chased the same player in the corner, <laughs> and it was like a a two hundred foot two on one. This is why I enjoy three on three, despite all of your uh, complaints yeah. about it. Is one mistake, and it's like, all right, we're going. We got some chances here. Yeah. I love, I got so many tweets today. It wasn't just 
Tavares that makes mistakes and all. I'm like, yeah, yes. we were on Tavares' side. Yeah. Like, <laughs> stop tweeting me. Yeah. <laughs> stop tweeting me. Yeah. Unless it's the show A rumor. Yes, we are here for any and all of that. Yeah. Also mentioned earlier, Arizona Coyotes. I told you guys earlier in the week we're going to have to talk about them. And Sammy said, no, we'll talk about Shohei for 20 minutes. Where, where, I don't know if I can find this tweet, but they have uh, beat five-game winning streak for the Arizona Coyotes. They have beat the last six Stanley Cup champions. And I know because Tampa Bay has won yeah. two in a row. So it's, what's that? St. Louis, Tampa. Anyway, we got Rob. It's hard to wrap your mind around I can't that. believe you would get to play them in yeah. a row. But anyway. All right, let's. As promised, Mike Rupp, NHL Network analyst, former NHLer, Stanley Cup champion, and a guy that uh, I think picked Arizona to win the cup. He did based for off sure. The five, Guarantee it. Based off the, <laughs> the last five wins. Uh, in all seriousness, Rupper, how are you, pal? Thanks for joining us. And uh, do we do we give Arizona more love now? Are, you, are we ready for I, it? I think. Hey, listen. I'll be the first one to say when I call something right. I might not be the first one to say when I call it wrong. I did have this team making the playoffs. Ooh, you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, there's some tape out there somewhere, but it's a long ways for that. But, hey, you know what? They play hard. Um, I think that they've done it the right way there. They've they've created a culture. There's an expectation. I mean, they're, they play the game hard, and you're going to know when you play against them. And I think that that is something that is when you're trying to kind of turn around an organization and get some staying power kind of that expectation and the whatever, geez, we always use identity, all those different things. I, they've got it. And I think that's the first thing that you need to, to get. And it's hard to get. And uh, the Yotes right now, man, they've been a nice little run. What well, one guy I underestimated and it's my bad Clayton Keller, this guy yeah. competes and he is a gamer. He is, you know, and, and here's the thing too, with, with Clayton Keller, I, I talked to Bill Armstrong, uh, geez, it was probably last season. You remember, I mean, that's, let's not forget that injury he came off of, right? Like that's a devastating injury. And uh, I'll be the first one to say it where, or admit it, I should say Clayton Keller, I thought was a highly skilled, very light player on the ice. Um, I thought if you allowed him to play a certain way, he can beat you. If you leaned on him, make made things difficult for him that um, he wouldn't really be able to do much about it. I'm dead wrong, dead wrong on him. And Bill Armstrong, I, I remember mentioned, I asked him about kind of the the rehab and what he went through and the day to day, and he flat out told me like he was in the gym, he was putting work in. He goes, I like I've never seen before. And I think that we can learn a lot. And we always say that you can learn a lot about your team through adversity or individually going through that adversity. But I mean, the way he attacked his rehab, the way his season went last year, what was he? 80, it's high 80 points, I think, last year. Um, and what he's doing right now, I mean, this, he, he he's figured out that next level. And, and he is, he's a gamer. And I don't use that word lightly. I don't think you do. You yeah. do either, um, uh, Kepper, and um, he's got that. And so that's a great leader to have on that team. Rupper, we want to take you on a tour of the uh, of the Metro Division a little bit, and I want to talk about those Penguins. I mean, 
kind of a baffling group. We talked about their power play struggling. They're sixth in the division right now, but they're a plus 10 goal differential. Kind of, I keep waiting for them to turn it around, but kind of tough to know what to make of this team right now. Yeah. So man, it's, uh, it, it's tough. And uh, we're at that stage of the season right now where whatever you're getting up at that 23, 24 game range, depending on what team you're talking about. And I think that gives us start starts to give us a gauge now, like from here to 50. Um, I think we'll start, we'll start seeing some separation. We'll start seeing what teams really are. This Penguins team is, is one where if you remember earlier on in the year, I think there was a, there was a point and uh, where they were, I think there were three and six. And at the same time, I think that Vancouver was six, two and one. And um, I felt very strongly that the Penguins had played a better brand of hockey and were three and six than Vancouver at six, two and one. And a lot of people didn't like that. But, um, you know, Vancouver's done a heck of a job of getting points, man. They find ways and the the individual performances that they've had, they've they've been really good. And... uh, then the Penguins went on, you know, that was like a during a five-game losing streak. And then they went on a five-game winning streak. And during that five-game winning streak, they weren't necessarily, for me, playing as good as they were in the five-game losing streak. Sure. And that just shows how difficult it is to win in this league and how um, just that, that margin for uh, between winning and losing is so thin. Um, I don't know what to make of them. I, I will say with a lot of things that have not gone their way, they're still in the thick of it. They've had some good things through this process that we've seen. Sidney Crosby's at the top of his game. They've got, I think, the best five-on-five line in all of hockey in that top line with Gensel, Crosby, and Rust. Um, their goaltending is solid. Tristan Jari's found his game. Nadalkovich has been fantastic. Um, they, they're, they're, they're starting to answer the big questions in their bottom six. Uh, they're just not healthy right now in that bottom six. So, uh, yeah, I think the next 20 games are going to really tell us a lot. But I, I, same thing. I, I've got questions, um, and uh, those will probably be answered here in the next few weeks. Another team in the Metro and kind of goes hand in hand with Pittsburgh is that two teams that have, have run it for a very long time, and you, you kind of expected maybe one or two to kind of show their, their wear and tear. Um, it's the Washington Capitals that are showing it a lot more than Pittsburgh, uh, despite what the the standings say at 12 and eight. And they've done it with good defense and some great goaltending uh, by Lindgren. But man, that, that loss at six, nothing to the coyotes last night. And I think more so of a telling story there is Ovechkin on pace for 19 goals. Mm-hmm. Rupper like, what do, you, what do you make of Ovi? What do you see? And is is the Gretzky record in jeopardy of, of not happening? Um, I, I don't think it's in jeopardy of not happening. It's probably not at the pace that we thought it would. You might have to tack on another season uh, the way it's kind of going right now, right? Like, I, what was the magic number? Like, we thought possibly next, you know, give or take next late February, early yeah. March was going to yeah. be the time. And it doesn't look like that's going to necessarily be the case with how this season's going. But I mean, I, I don't know. I've always thought too, like for this caps team, for them to have the record they have right now, it's kind of impressive considering what they're going through 
with Obi right. and the fact that how long it took Oshi to kind of get on the board and start getting some points. Uh, you know, Kuzi's not, his game's not there. I mean, they, for you to have that record, I think that that, I don't know. Again, that's another team we're still trying to learn about and see what's real with them. But for them to be in the hunt with all those things that have gone sour for them, the power play has been, been gross. Uh, those are, those are positive things. I, I would think that Obi will get going at some point, probably not the pace that we're used to seeing from him, but um, hey, listen, this, he's going to, he's going to beat that goal record. Uh, I think we've seen, uh, we haven't seen many moments like this or seasons like this from Obi, but we've seen far more of him getting going and, and, and kind of turning that, um, you know, the, that thought process around how he's playing. I expect him to do that. So, you know, going around the Metro a little bit, if I go through the division outside of Columbus, it feels like every team has a chance to be a playoff team, like seven other teams. The Rangers, the cream of the crop right now, they got an eight-point lead on second. They're plus 20. You know, they're really humming. Do they seem like legitimate cup contenders? Is there somewhere they need to add to put themselves in the category of maybe the Bostons or Colorados, the other top dogs? Yeah, you know what? I, I certainly consider them a contender. Um, you know, they I, I think the big questions coming into this year were the, the same questions it's been is what are you gonna get from Lafreniere and Kako? Obviously Kako had that nasty injury, but Laf has been been great. He's he's worked really well with Panarin. Panarin's been for me, he at this point in the season, he's the he's the MVP. Um what he's done is has been incredible and uh, I find that under Peter Laviolette, they're winning in different ways now than the past. The the past, it was either a great goalie performance or their power play would lead them over the hump. But I find this team is, you know, they're not lights out defensively. Um, they still give up some stuff, but they're just, it's just one of those teams where you just turn the dials a little bit, and get a little bit better defensively. Now they're setting themselves up um, to have opportunities to win every night. And uh, Vinny Trocek's been awesome too. Um, I mean, all this being said, I mean, Mika, who's who's one of their hottest players when he gets going and Chris Kreider, I mean, I, I think there's another level to those guys game. And so, yeah, I mean, there, there's not really much that's missing with this group. I think it was all about development internally. And now it's a matter of just getting this team back to being healthy. But um, with the goaltending, I mean, Jonathan Quick's been fantastic as a backup. I love their decor. Uh, I, I think this team is as good as it gets in the Eastern Conference right now. Rupper's New Jersey in a little trouble here with Dougie Hamilton out uh, and having surgery for a torn peck. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, you know, this is, again, uh, a team that we saw so much from last year and saw them take that next step. And then there's that pressures of, of those expectations this year that haven't really been answered uh, I think the big thing that uh, a lot of people are circling is the goaltending doesn't look the, the, the same as it was last year, but at the same rate, uh, their goaltenders are seeing some things this year that they didn't have to see last year. And I think that that's, that's big, right? So, um, you know, they're, they're a team that's got a ton of star power. They got weapons galore. They just haven't found their groove yet. And again, like I said, at the top of this, we're getting in that, that, I, I I think that through the first 20, 25 games, everyone's kind of like getting settled. Uh, this, this next stretch is going to tell us a lot. You just need to be in the mix right now. You got to be in striking distance right now. Um, and, and, and they are, and uh, they're not, 
they're not out of it by any stretch, but they certainly got to play much better because this doesn't look like the team that we saw last season. So you've been doing this analysis thing for a bit here. It seems like the salary cap, no one is that great. Like no one is really able to pull away. I know next year, did they announce today the cap's going up to, I think, 87.7. Like you can suddenly spend some money, keep some players, but it does feel like it's there's not a ton of separation between, I don't know, third and 23rd, is there? Yeah. No, it's a great point. You know, it's funny. I was looking at it today and it's like, you go over a lot of the teams in the league this year and they've all had stretches, right? Uh, for the most part. I mean, there's a few outliers here. I mean, Boston, for the most part, has looked pretty darn solid throughout. Um, I'd even say Vegas with that hot start to the season. I think you ask anybody in Vegas there, they weren't really playing a great brand of hockey. They were finding ways to get points. Yeah. But, I mean, um, you could look across. I mean, Colorado, they don't look like world beaters right now. Uh, you know, got teams that I thought was going to be some of the top teams. Toronto doesn't look like world beaters right now. Um, you know, you can go on and on. Every team's kind of dealing with it. Carolina Hurricanes, who is just every year is a team that I think is going to be a, a complete contender. They're they're dealing with it. So yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, there's some some good storylines. Seems like every year that we we go at this year, it looks like there's more and more teams in the hunt. And I I don't know. I think this year's going to be uh, like that in a lot of different ways because you've got a lot of teams put it this way for some of the teams that have struggled in this league thus far example the Edmonton Oilers to start the season I'm not sure there's enough teams let's just keep it in the Western Conference that have taken advantage of them struggling and they've left that door open for this big comeback mm-hmm. and uh, to from the Oilers standpoint to get into the playoffs when a good team is down You've got to make sure you take advantage. And I think because of the parity of this league, it's hard to do that. You know, it's really hard trying to figure out the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> yeah, it, that's true. I would, So I'm down in Tampa right now uh, at the hotel. I'm calling these games here. I, I, I had last week started in Nashville, and then we had the Tampa game, the big goalie goal game. And uh, I was calling that game for the Penguins. And in that first period in Tampa – last week was one of the more lopsided first periods I've ever seen like in quite some time. It was 2 nothing Tampa, dominated. Like, just they leaned on the Penguins. They were the big brothers. They were pushing the team around. The second period comes along, and, and just as much as I want to give the Penguins credit to, to battling back in this game, they tied it up, so it was 2-2 after 2. Uh, it was just a different different lightning team. And I talked to some people in Tampa. This has been the story of this team, right? They, they show these glimpses of, oh, okay, this is this is who they are. This is that team that has, has had the success they've had in recent years. And then it just, from one period to the next, just disappears. So I think that's the biggest thing. And the, and the frustrating thing is is trying to, it's almost, it, it's almost better to see a team that we're not there yet. We have to get up at a higher level, but to show that you you can be that and you are that, and then just not have it for the next period is something frustrating. But um, you know they they've had uh, they've had some they've had some some really good games, and their star power will come through in a big way, and that's so important to that team. And then they've had some disgusting games too, right? And uh, so we'll see how they look tomorrow night. But it's a little Jekyll and Hyde right now in Tampa. All right, last question for me, Kip. I just got to ask, do you have any news on Shohei Otani and if he's signing in Toronto or not? <laughs> no news. Hey, you know what? I've been on the road here. I'm not at MLB Network, who, who owns NHL Network. And uh, 
we always see some guys in the back hall get the inside scoop. Yeah, but yeah. if I hear Send you guys text. know, yeah. I will. Well, I'll be the newsbreaker. I'll be the newsbreaker on baseball. We'll try yeah. that. You know, for those of you that uh, aren't watching the show, we have uh, Rupper on Zoom, and he's got uh, he's got the the dark framed glasses he's got the beard he's got a hat on and i think you look more like you're ready for a stakeout than going to the beach in in tampa maybe we send you somewhere to find shohei and <laughs> and just wait wait for him i'll take that secret mission i'll take that it's funny yeah you, you i i have that i got a cu- couple of guys that uh you know i see them and i when i wear these dark framed glasses and the hat they're like what the hell are you hiding from right now <laughs> Rupper, great stuff, man. Really appreciate you making time. We know how busy you are on the NHL Network. Uh, you do a terrific job, and uh, welcome here anytime. Thanks for doing this, pal. Thanks, fellas. Anytime. We'd love to be on again. Thanks, Rupp. Appreciate it. That's Mike Rupp, Stanley Cup champion. So no Otani news from today. <laughs> no, nothing Really yet. good stuff in the Metro Division, but not what we were looking for. No, not at all. Not Anything, at all. Sammy? What? Anything? No, no, no. The, this... Dave Roberts thing, you guys are discrediting it. Yeah. But I think it's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. I think they made very they made very clear, boys, that they didn't want leaks. Oh, yeah. And they, they broke a the rule. I'm, global I'm, decision I am, based on, if he I am was, going if to he, Toronto based on that. If he was 50-50 and he gave very ex- explicit rules to not leak, and one team that he was thinking about go, went to leaked, and the other one were good boys and said nothing... And he was 50-50 anyways, flying to check out their facilities. You, if my friend, making, are just desperate. If he's making uh, a okay. half a billion dollar decision based on if Dave Roberts uh, get fired next week said something or not, he's not yeah. really thinking this. Through. And he said, what did he say? I think the meeting went really well. Yeah. Oh. Wow. <laughs> State secrets there, pal. I'm looking Listen, at, I hope I'm, you tip the scales, buddy. I'm looking, at a, I'm looking at a picture of Brandon Gomes, who is the... Uh, General manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's distraught. He looks pissed off. Not happy. I actually, I see. I saw what you're seeing. Have you ever seen a bigger sourpuss? He, he looks doesn't so look like upset. he just landed Let's the best free agent in well, baseball I mean, history. You, can't see, you got your glasses over there? All right, I'm good. GM doing oh, his interview. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he looks mad. You got one frame of angry. You're not going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Great photo there. Yeah, really. Well, boy, we nailed it. tabs here. I was going to say. <laughs> Some, somebody from the 10th floor right now is going to send somebody down and say, get those hockey guys to stop talking yeah. about hockey show. Shohei. No, they're going to be like, we, we will love lose it. him. We love him. We will lose him if they start uh, listening to our show. If if it drops while we're on the air, I'm going to the Jays website to buy tickets. So, so. I, you know my example of how you could just tweet anything and no. people, it'll go crazy? Sure. Vernon Wells. I know. Blue Jays legend. Yeah. Yes. Just tweeted, hmm, dot, 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 dot. Explosion. Well, the, the tweet he, before that, he said, if I had Otani news, should I tweet it or something? Then he tweeted that. A man just, who played for both the Angels and the Jays. So maybe he knows somebody at the Angels who knows something. I don't know. You know what he should do? Either say something or not say that. That's, what, that's what I mean. Do. I'm going to. Useless. I'm going for the I'm going for a eyeball emoji Japan flag. See, <laughs> that, I'm doing it. That's a guy. <laughs> that's a guy that I think could know something. A hundred percent. Yes. But then. Yeah, just, I take that at, val- at face value as. Uh, know it or share it. Don't be the hey I know it guy. Yeah, you're right. You're secret. right. If, if he ends up coming or not coming, people yeah. are going to say you 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 hung us out to dry with that one. Yeah, you got to follow it up. It's game time. Ooh, 
presented by Bet365. What, what, who do you think we got a baseball question in this? I think there might be one. Visit the app, the latest odds, and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus, Ontario only. Please play responsibly. Kipper, don't put me in a box like that. But <laughs> a batter's box. Um, just checking in on the odds. Mm-hmm. Dodgers are minus 175, and the Blue Jays are plus 150. Ooh. So not Dodgers still the, in the team right to beat a lot. It was yeah. plus three hundred, and then yeah. yesterday it was plus two fifty. I think. So I think it's pretty easy for other people. If you're being like, "Hey, you know, I'm going to send a fake tweet about somebody signing somewhere," choosing the Dodgers may make you look pretty smart. So yeah. just putting that out there. Um, so I just wanted to mention that. And looking at tonight's uh, slate, I wouldn't say there's a ton of excellent games. I guess the Hughes Bowl, which we'll get into in news and notes a little later on. Would say I like the Canucks at minus 115. I think they've been playing well. I hate, hate, hate the uh, Devils goaltending this year. And the Canucks have a lot of excellent shooters. If you wanted to get a little bit more value, you could even go to minus goal and a half with plus 210 for the Canucks. And the other one, should the New York Islanders be favored minus 310 against anyone? No. And and the San Jose Sharks are visiting there tonight. power play actually really... Decent. Yeah, but it's like Rupp was saying, like, I've watched some of the goals go in, and it's like, ah, you know, they, they ebbs and flows. They, I don't think it's been hyper-efficient. It's just going in the net a bit for them. So I'm Hockey take, gods. Exactly. Taking a shot with the Sharks tonight. Plus uh, 250, been playing better. Gross. Taking a shot with the Sharks over your, uh, uh, over your Ottawa aisles. Ottawa versus the Rangers at home. I like Ottawa. And you then do? I do. And then who's, plus 120. There's another underdog tonight that I like. Buffalo, Detroit. Yeah, Buffalo is plus 110. Buffalo has beat Detroit the last four games they've played them. Tage, Tage Thompson returns this evening. Thompson back, Darlene's in, plus 110 at home. Okay. Just saying. Like saying, it. Just saying. Like it. All right. That was Game Time presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus. Ontario only. Please play responsibly. All right. Let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, injury bug bites a few hockey clubs, including the Coyotes the Calgary Flames, and the Ottawa Senators. Is Shabbat? Is that- I got some Shabbat news. Oh, okay. I look forward to this. I look forward to that Shabbat a lot. No? <laughs> Just stick to baseball, okay? <laughs> On our show. Uh, Real Kipper and Bourne back after these words. Covering the Raptors in depth like no one else. The Raptor Show with Will Lou. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee, our baseball insider here on the Real Kipper and Bourne Show. <laughs> it's been fun. Hmm. For one day. Eyeball been- emoji. Hmm. Hmm. As we mentioned earlier, Arizona Coyotes with a full clinic on the Washington Capitals last night. Yeah. Uh, your buddy Sean Dursey, though, went down early in the first period, only played about five, six minutes uh, on a hit from Tom Wilson. Mm. I think he might be out a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's so, not great. Tom Wilson's never done that to anybody. I feel like I rushed this uh, when we were talking to Rupper before. So the Coyotes' five-game winning streak has taken out the last six Stanley Cup champions, St. Louis, Vegas, Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay, uh, Colorado, St. Louis, now Washington. That is unbelievable. It's unbelievable that the the stars would line up like that. Yeah. Yeah. The statistical probability of that 
is hard to wrap your mind around. I wonder if any other team in the league has the opportunity to do that this it's year. It's very weird. And to, to sort of have all those games and then to win all those games yeah. is quite amazing. And then before that, they played the Kings, who won a couple in the last yeah. decade. And they played the Bruins and the Penguins coming up, two of their next four. So wow. not in a row here, but... Too bad they didn't market that earlier so they could yeah. maybe they would have sold out sell more tickets in their <laughs> 3,000 seat arena. I read an attendance or is it article 4, today. It's 4,300 and I read an attendance article there today that says they've sold out all 11 home games this season. So oh. just want to give them a <laughs> job to Arizona. Well Doing done, great guys. guys. Thanks for so, chipping in to the HRR. So did I see something about a, them New plot of land. I don't know. Did you? You know, it's so did. funny, too. I I there. Just before we went on yeah, air, lots. I'm like, any Seattle news, you go, you're like, what Seattle, Seattle news? What What do you want to know about the Kraken? And I'm like, okay, Board of Governors meetings are in Seattle, oh, are they not? Oh, yeah. yeah. But So I was going to, because Gary spoke, and I was going to pull the audio. It finished as we were on air. But I was going to, but I wanted to listen to Otzi. So I didn't grab the audio. <laughs> Otsi's too good to miss, boys. Those, once upon a time, those meetings used to be really important. Yeah. The Board yeah. of Governors. Not anymore? Wow. Didn't you, did you get to go what, to what, those? What news? Like They're, they're talking news. about expansion. The going up. Okay, okay so, so we knew that. We knew it was going to go to 88. We did? No, yes. We I don't remember the, it being that high. No, it, no that was not the talked year, about. $5 million was going up $5 million. That's four, been out I there. Thought. I thought it was four. Yeah, it was never going up five. Kipper, oh, my thought, God. We're, we're like, four is not a story, but five is? Massive. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> we do not is that Canadian or American? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With exchange. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 that's a lot of money. $5.2 I think, is the estimated so, bump. Like, if you're Toronto, only Willie will you, benefit you, from it. Well, you're not going to give Willie $5 million. Yeah, you are, actually. <laughs> yeah. Guess you lose some One guy's guys getting it. Yeah. And then everyone else is scrambling around. Well, it does mean something, though. You don't have to get rid of anyone. You can keep your good players. Okay. This has been the whole problem with the salary cap, has been watching Tampa Bay draft and develop Verhage and Gordon, all these great young players, and they don't get to keep them. It's not, it's not fair. Uh, so these, any these other news? Like, now. okay, you mentioned a new rink. Like, we haven't heard that one before. Yeah, I, like, they are really desperate, I guess, to keep them there. I don't know if I heard they're no, now that they're getting of good. Scottsdale, there might be a chunk of land. That's the latest. North of Scottsdale, yeah, That's not but in that just put it, in, put it in Old Town Scottsdale. No, that would be yeah, a good spot. Oh, that yeah. would be a great spot. <laughs> it is. It's, yeah, Old Town Scottsdale is a good spot. Old Town Scottsdale is a wonderful time. <laughs> it is it is better than Glendale, confirmed. Yeah, I've never uh, been. To, I've never been to Glendale, but okay, and people want to talk about expansion. Like, yeah. really? Another team? I have to watch Seattle play, and it's not for fun. At you know, some point, I got a chance again to get back in the league if they keep expanding. So how many teams? Haven't, haven't we stretched it out enough? Yeah, is the answer. I heard uh, on Bunkus's podcast when I heard Zeravelli talking about how, like, it's, you know, it injects some money into the league, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, it's no, like... in the owners. In the owners. The well, yeah, I guess the owners, but, like... And they get to keep it all. Yeah, but... Nothing to do with the players. It's just, if that's the only way to grow it, is by just like, let's get new teams to get more money. It's it's stupid. Yeah, it's Maybe have work. one international competition in 10 years. Maybe yeah, that would help. That would help a little bit for sure. So, yeah, I, I'm. And, we're yeah. all expanded out. 
And I saw that Gary was already laying the groundwork for not having the, them at the Olympics in 2026. He's, he's talking about how it's like, oh, the arena in Italy oh, yeah. is not quite, he's already, he's already. Milan, is it Milan? Yeah, Milan. They're, On Milan. the catwalks of Milan. Milan. Yes. They're, they're no, not. <laughs> their rink for the Olympics is not ready till six weeks before the Olympics. And from what I understand about building projects, that's not a great buffer. Yeah, you know, like they, they sure. run out of a certain type of screw at one point. The whole Olympics is derailed. And Gary's already like, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, I got a reason. I can I say got a reason. To go and pull it back. I got a reason. Buddy. Can't wait. Outside of that, anything else out of there? I didn't see much. Kraken keep losing. So keep expanding for so you can yeah. have more teams like the Kraken. Uh, Kraken could have helped themselves. By Jacob not. Jacob Markstrom listed week to week with a fractured finger, but uh, all indications it's not as bad as it as it seems. I don't know what that means. Okay. No, I don't know. Like four weeks. Okay. I mean, he's kind of been middling for them anyway. You know, that would be nice for him to get back and play like the guy they are paying him to be. But all right, and uh... well, so here's the thing. Having their goalie out long term, if you if he like, the, I mean, he's pretty key to their success. And Ovaldar is a capable backup or whatever. I'm sure Dustin yeah, he Wolf. Needs, he needs Wolf, a good run. Wolf will get Wolf some, well. Wolf will get some starts now too in that in that stretch of games. Like, it's not a bad thing to see. No, of course not. But no. if they start to struggle, it's like you get kind of closer and closer to the Tanev situation here, and it's like he listen. I think about. I think Craig I, Conray. Uh, Craig Conroy jumped the gun. I think on Zadorov. On Zadorov. I think hmm. that value could have gone up if oh, he held on yeah. to him longer. I think he could have squeezed a desperate team, possibly of a second God, look rounder. Look at the deadline deals. David Savard, two second rounders. Yeah. Like, like some of the names that go for value. Prone at that to mistakes. Time. All right. Who isn't right. prone to mistakes? It's and a he's fast six league. five, six six. Yeah. And he's mobile, and he can play 15, 17 minutes. Can you find any more in the league like that? But, Kip, do you want to hang on to a guy who doesn't want to be well, on your team? Well, that was the factor. Yeah. You're right. Uh, getting him out of the room was of high value to them, but that's not the case with Tanev or anyone else. But it does feel like if you're a team like the Leafs or the Oilers or whatever, you couldn't outbid a, a third in 2026 and a yeah. fifth? You, you know... There's so many teams that think they're still in it, right? You look at the standings. Well, because there there are. That's what I mean. And yeah. it's it's so hard to find sellers and legit sellers. That's a great point. And to Kipper's point, that should have added to his value. Because yes. how many guys available have the upside of Zadorov when you look at the standings? Like it's like, is there anyone like him on the Blackhawks or the Sharks or Who's I, like Columbus? Like who's out of it? Out of it? That's willing to like sell. There's a like the a, Habs, I guess. But a, there's an article in the Athletic today that is six potential trade destinations for Sean Walker, and it's like Sean Walker. I couldn't give you one Sean Walker. He thought. could walk in here right now, no, and I, I would he, know. Yeah. You could, he could walk her in right now. That's how rare. You know, that's how tough it is to find a D-man this time of year. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. The value is low. Uh, speaking of, the but, Oilers are have Broberg. Up for grabs. Philip Is that another one of we're out of ideas? Can you go out and make your own deal? Yeah, they told him he's allowed to talk to other teams. Yes. Which is funny. So Isn't he's it? a twenty two year old, six foot four, two hundred and fifteen pound guy who was drafted eighth overall, and they're just like, No good, can't play. It is funny. Because I mean I don't I don't think he's been very good at all no, to start his been. career, clearly, but like quite not good in fact. Seems 
Seems a little early, no? To give up on him? This or no? Uh, this is Columbus, again when, I'd be like, when, yeah, you're, when you're not dealing from a strength. So Ken Holland calls up, says, I got Broberg. Yeah. You know what the first question is? What's wrong with him? Why? Why don't you want him? Yeah, 100%. And you're then right. you got to answer it. <laughs> That's so true, right? It's like you're not out pursuing something to add that's what we want on our team. We're pursuing it. It's this is what we don't want on there our team. Is, Would you like I, it? I talked to a couple of different teams. There's only one thing they are interested in that's legitimate okay. on the Edmonton Oilers, and that's their first round pick. Whoa. Uh, they yeah. feel like the Oilers have chance to be a bad finishing team. I see. Well, I mean, they, they are. Want, they, if we're, if we're going <laughs> to. Third last. If, if we're going oh, to give you something. That's not real. If we're going to give you something that's going to help you and help you alleviate the cap you got to work your first rounder in that's that's insanity to me they, they are they're last in the last i know it, it's <laughs> uh, not real i mentioned earlier thomas shabbat uh man, man when it rains it pours uh this guy had, was sidelined earlier with uh, an, a hand injury and now uh out he fell into the boards against uh, seattle yeah. tried to return but didn't and now i hear it's a good chance we won't see him till the new year no way. Another month or so? That's tough, man. For a team that's trying to dig out of a hole like Ottawa, you talk, you know, they are currently not last in their division. They're last in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they haven't played games. We've talked about that. They're not last in the conference by points percentage, but they have a lot of climbing to do, and Shabbat plays 26 minutes a night for them. That's yeah. a massive loss at a time to try and turn it around. Like, I, not to get on my Lee fan soapbox here, but I've had to hear a lot over the past couple summers about how much better the Sens core is than the Leafs and how the Sens are coming. And they say, it's like, well, could they do it? Could they do it one of these times and not be, if you pull those standings up again, be last, literally last place? I know they haven't played any games, but like they're still under 500 to this point. Yeah. It's like at some point you got to be like, yeah, they got a good core. They got good players, but. I guess they're still young, but they're signing Corpus Allo to maybe, like, expediate things. I don't know. Just yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say the which core would you rather have conversation wasn't had this summer. Oh, my God. It was had all the crew. time. Yeah. Like, what's, who's got a better forward core? It's like, I think the Leafs, the unfortunately, is. for the national audience. Sorry, but it's <laughs> true. Fair. A text from Joey Kenward. Kenward's yeah. corner. Yeah. Canucks. Quinn Hughes gets to play against brothers Jack and Luke tonight. Mm-hmm. When was the last time this scenario of brothers went head-to-head? Those three guys? I have the answer if you want. Oh, you know? No, I don't know the answer. Is there a stall game or something? No. There's not? I got the Sutters. Yes. Name them. I'm looking for tweets here. Um, <laughs> don't I, cheat. Okay. I believe it's uh, my dad played on a line with Dwayne and Brent. So far, so good. So, uh, Rich and Ron. I'll pick one. <laughs> well, isn't it all four of them? No, three. No, three. no all four played in the game. All okay. four played in the game? I, I only... Uh, Rich and Ron. Uh, 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 on this tweet, it's, it only has one setter. We got this. One October, twin. October 30th, 1983, Rich and Ron played against Dwayne and Brent. Wow. What or, date? What date? October 30th, 1983. Okay, Joey's got February 4th, 1987 at Pacific Coliseum. Rich Sutter against Brent, Brent and Dwayne. I also have someone trying to find oh where God. this electric radio. I know. Let's <laughs> argue over the Sutter. I, I know. 
Uh, there was, I think there's five involved, or there were six Sutters involved once, but there was some coaching involved, apparently. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that makes anyway. sense. That's awesome. awesome, though. For the, like, I mean, imagine going to that game, your three-year boys playing in the NHL. It's incredible. And not like yeah. bit guys. No. Three incredibly Massive good players. In, yes. in those cases. Yeah, yeah. So they, we had the conversation earlier. I just want to mention how many pairs of, of brothers do you think exist in the NHL? Currently, well, I I know this already, but I I only went to a handful. Yeah, you had guessed a handful, and you told me like four times a There's handful. Twenty. There's twenty sets of brothers in the National Hockey League. I right struggled now. with this bad. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna go through the list, but it's a lot of sneaky it's ones. Just, yeah, they, com- they, there's, Kachuk's ca- and there's the Kachuks that everyone thinks of, and with a commercial, the, the Hughes and all those obvious ones. But there's two Van Riemsdyks. Yeah. There's two Nylanders. Alex is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You, a couple of Smiths, right? We're pretty sure about that. Riley, a couple of McLeods. Riley and his brother, uh, Brendan. Are we, are we sure about that? Nope. No, we're <laughs> not. Definitely not. <laughs> but we uh, think we're sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, it is a pretty unique last name, boys. So I don't know. It's a couple of Smiths. <laughs> Just trust us on that. There's 20. According to my sources. Yeah, there's 20 yeah, that's, sets of brothers. Not fair. It's not, exactly, it's, it's not fair. It's not fair being His last Smith. name is an Otani. It's like no. Smith. Well, um... There's an article in the AP. What? Oh, God. Anyway. Okay, last night, uh, Victor Hedman played his 1,000th game. Yes. In which Vasilevsky had a shutout, a 4 nothing win over Dallas. Oh, yeah. Of all the audio we didn't get. For our first national Kippers Clipper. Oh, oh, yeah. Let's go to Vasilevsky. Did get it. Talking about the difference between <laughs> losing and winning for Tampa Bay. What's gone through your mind in the last 48 hours from the end of the game on Saturday to the start of this one? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously it wasn't great feeling uh, last game, but um, <laughs> uh, what was the question? <laughs> I think you got sidetracked a little bit there. Our show's hit a new low. <laughs> okay. Was it Vassy? No, it was oh not. It was somebody God. else. But you got it. Media. You got to give. <laughs> Sorry, you got to give a ton of credit to the fart. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever generation. Number one funniest thing. It doesn't. No question. Disappoint. Never. It always hits. Never lets you I, down. I will say I have a renewed appreciation for it with with a seven year old boy. I appreciate how that it is the original joke. That people really you latch on to as a child. Uh, according to my sources, a.k.a. Futes, Brandon and Riley Smith are bros. Yes. All right. We got one. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. There you go. Finally, I guess something right on this show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, that is such a great clip. Can we just have that fart one more time, Derek? Oh, well, hold, that, that, that needs to play <laughs> after we find the tweet comes out. Otani has signed with the Dodgers. We're just going to play that on loop. Uh, that'll be our show tomorrow. Just us all, like, just the fart sound. Ooh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh uh, what God. else we got? Tage Thompson? Yeah, he's coming back tonight for the Sabres. Uh, they're not out of it. You know, the standing, that's the thing with all these, you know, borderline crappy teams. They're still right in it. Like, they're 22 points. The last playoff spot right now is how many points? Just put in front of me here. And they've been underachieving. Yeah, like, they're, the last playoff spot is the Lightning at 27 points, and they're at 22. So they're far from out of it. But they got to get going. And it'd be nice. To, they're another team like the Sens where we've heard 
for how many summers that they're going to take this next step, they're going to take the leap. And it's exactly. like now is the time for them to kind of yep. take that leap. I wonder how, we'll see. how hard they pushed on Pat Kane. To get, yeah, I, I think if they were 13 instead in 10 instead of 10 and 13, that would have been a much easier sell. You know, and the, he's getting ready tomorrow night. We'll get him back th- no, yeah, Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday night, he think he's making Sorry. his debut. So Friday's going to be a great show. We get a Leafs game and we get oh, yeah. Kane involved. You mean we get to watch the Leafs play hockey? Get, get, get some hockey. Yeah. Um, also, we should mention that we, I mentioned, like, is John Cooper in trouble? You know, they lose 8-1, to one, and then this same team goes out and just thumps up and shuts down the Dallas Stars oh, for Cobb. I would Thanks hope. for coming out. I would, ho- I would hope. You know, they got embarrassed by that team. Their goalie was refusing to come out of the net. They're playing in the thousandth game for their captain, who's like one of their legends. I would hope they win that game. Yeah. I'm not, not going to crown them too hard after that one. Okay. That's, that's one you need to have. It's just strange that... We can't read them. No, they're they're unpredictable. You're gonna, you're gonna, Minus six goal you're differential. Followed hockey for fifty years, and you just don't know what Tampa Bay team will show up on any given night. Yeah, well, it just you know it's what we talked about with Rupper that none of these teams are that great. Everyone's got a shot. I'm sure they'll go all in at the deadline again and end up with Ryan McDonough and Tanev, and all of a sudden be unbeatable. <laughs> can't score on them. Yeah, and then they'll sign them to contract extensions for ten dollars each because yeah. the state tax. Be fine. Goes. All right. We're playing with different rules down there. All right, boys. thanks to Luke Fox from sportsnet.ca, Mike Rupp in this last hour, and Hall of Famer Adam Oates. We really, 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 really hope that you had a gas on this show today. Jeez. <laughs> oh Compliments. <laughs> <laughs> of Vasilevsky and the Tampa Bay Lightning. All right. We're back again to do it all over again tomorrow. Enjoy it.